What have we here? Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast, episode 98. I'm Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. Let's get into the Bis Beer Review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we are wasting no time. We're having some technical difficulties. Can you do the, the up thing on this? I hear myself in yours more than... Can you hear yourself in this? Hey, 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 oh, hey. Oh, it's because of the fucking intro thing. Oh, there we go. Yep. Larby differences. The fucking uh, crowd's cheering too loud for us, man. You know All what right. Uh, today, we're, we like we said... I always say that, and I hate hearing myself say that we're saying shit. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hammered. I, well, I've just, Too I've, much. I, I listen back to our episodes, and I constantly say, all right, like we were saying, like I said, like you said, like we said. I do that, too. We were talking back on episode 94. Uh, yeah. like, like we just said, as I said. It's one of those things, as soon as you bring it up, now that's all you can fucking think about. Yeah. It's pissed. I all am. Right. You, yeah. So like we said, <laughs> we, we had some uh, technical difficulties, so we are not live on YouTube right now, but uh, we got hammered frustrated, so we're just <laughs> jumping into this beer review. We're uh, on uh, Periscope and Instagram Live at the moment. So thank you guys for tuning in, Rogue Squadron Podcast. If you guys are on live on uh, Instagram and what the fuck is this? Scope pair. Scope pairs. <laughs> scope apples. Say some shit. Uh, I do want to give you a shout out. We will be just uh, keeping you guys live there. Um Sorry if we don't answer all your questions. We're just going to be recording our shit tonight. So, Chad Redding, yep, yep, yep. That's all I'm going to say about that. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, okay, jumping into the beer review, we've got 21st Amendment Brewery. It's their sneak attack. It's going to be a Saison. It says 38 IBU, 6.2% ABV. It's got a bunch of drunken assholes in a boat. <laughs> it's about as Ameri- American as you can get. There's yeah. a there's a there's a nice sweet whore. <laughs> it's the coolest rendition of Crossing of the Delaware that I've ever seen. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Washington, George Washington has a beer gut and a giant mug of Oh, here's the whole scene. Frothy ale. So, oh, we've got the we got a bearded dude, we've got a couple Beach asshole balls. twins. <laughs> yeah. It's uh and it says endless awesome. soma. What is soma? Looking it up. I don't know. I'm endless, not looking it up. Endless, My phone's in use. <laughs> you're right. Let's just drink this. <laughs> Pouring it out. What style is this? Ooh, Do you already my God. Tell, tell these fucks what style, uh, what style it, it is? It is a Saison. Yeah. Now, Saison, I, I have one. I have a type of beer in my mind when I think Saison, and no. the way this smells does not remind me of a Saison. When I think Saisons, oh, I think dandelions for some fucking reason. It Maybe. Okay. Then you're right. It smells like uh, the freshest dandelions ever. Yeah, I got to be in the mood for this beer, but when I am in the mood, it's um, it's incredible. But it's not like you know I can grab a pilsner or a, like a pale ale anytime and yeah. have it. But stouts, saisons, porters, stuff like that—that's like a little more flavorful, <clears throat> rich. Yeah, got to be in the mood for. They're very like look at the bubbles dissipating. It's very sparkly. It's a it's like an extreme light beer, but it's not it's light as in flavor, uh, not even flavor, like a uh, color. Color, smell, smell. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's heavy and everything else. It's got a lot of flavor. That's what I meant. But it's I don't know how else to explain. Well, it, just guys. stop talking then. All right. 
You've talked me in out of it. <laughs> uh, the can is the exact same as the the box. It's interesting seeing beer in a box. By the way, the box is a cool idea instead yeah. of the whole six pack carrying case. Uh, the seagull killer. But uh, I fucking hate those things. It is outrageous, you know, for how bad those the original six circles of death were for like seagulls. Yeah, those things are almost worse. I fucking hate them. Looks, I feel like you're wasting more plastic. And those things are still getting thrown on the ground. And it's going to kill a turtle instead of a seagull. Fuck the seagulls. Had enough. By the it's way, gonna I, kill Minox and I went, Nerfs. I went to the zoo today, so I don't want to kill any animals. Yeah, but, fuck all that shit. Uh, we will get into the zoo talk here in a little bit. So uh, smell talking, test. Smells things. light. Saison-y. And it, it, as I drink it, or as I smell I, I, it more. I need to drink this, okay? Okay, cool. Wow. Mm. Mm. That's a Saison. <laughs> we were talking. It's very light. We just said it, said how we hated saying this, but we were talking on an episode with Tommy Boy about how when you have a farmhouse, it feels like you're chewing like wheat. Yeah, it's kind of um, the saisons always remind me of that saisons and farmhouse ales, and it's not too heavy, but it just it feels like I just have like mash in my mouth. <clears throat> Maybe that's the difference. And I, I didn't mean light as in flavors, but how like heaviness you get like you're chewing through it. There's this light, but there's still a lot of flavor involved in that light. But it's like glitter. Like it's like a ton of glitter. It's like okay, it's light. <laughs> so we got glitter and Danny Lions. <laughs> exactly. No, this is this is really good. It reminds me of the Luxon from actual. Yeah. Less bubblegum flavor. Uh, a little still very less. Good. See, that's the uh, Saison weirdness. It does have that bubblegumness in it. This is this is it right now. But it, it tastes good. This is the business. This is the business. Mm-hmm. I'm giving them three out of three stars for the, the box alone and the art. I want to know who, who their artist is. Yeah, that's legitimate. They could get belligerent with this. <laughs> Look at this guy. I didn't this notice is him. exactly what we would be doing if we made beer. So we were in uh, Giant Eagle, our local grocery store, walking through the, the beer cave that they have there, which is actually one of the better ones locally. But uh, we were looking at all the craft beer boxes and arts. And every single one just had an awkward dude on it. We saw one with a bunch of monks on it. I'm pretty sure someone was getting butt raped in the background. Yeah. And then there was a, just a grandfather sitting on the porch, and he looked drunk. And then there was we just went on through, and there was just they're all the art's getting awesome. It's almost like album art for music. Yeah, on it's, beer. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh, what do you what do you even call it? product art for for beer? So it's amazing. It is pretty cool. It's a whole. It's a whole industry that people could probably get into. You know, you we buy stuff based off the art. A lot of the time. And it's almost like when when back when we used to listen to music. <laughs> um, but no, no, it's a little different now. You don't go for the art. You're not right. in record stores or, or CD stores and looking at the art. I would right. go to the metal aisle and just look at all the art and find the most outrageous one. That's how, uh, like, Black Dahlia Murder. We, yeah. We, we cross their <laughs> stuff and I'm like, what is happening on this album cover? So... That's it, a, lot of, a lot of the good stuff. So let's get into this beer. What What are you thinking? I'm loving it, man. It's just the perfect. Like I said, I have to be in the mood, but when I am in the mood, it just it like it just hits every spot. <clears throat> it's ridiculously delicious right now. The, I can't get enough. The the bubble gum always throws me off just a tad, and mm-hmm. it's almost like I don't mind it until someone brings it up. And then you're like, wait, now I'm thinking about it. It does taste, and it, it's just kind of maybe a mental thing. It's like the, the bu- whole us saying, you know, back on last episode thing. You don't notice it until you bring it up, and you're like, fuck! Yeah, like we were saying, uh, <laughs> but the bubblegum flavor, it just throws me off mentally. If I was just drinking this, I wouldn't think about it. But, 
like beer and bubblegum should not go together. And then all of a sudden I'm drinking something and it's like, oh yeah, I taste the bubblegum in my beer. Yeah. And you're like, wait a second, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. No, it's it's a good Saison. It's very bright. You know, they're all very, um, I don't know if it's carbonated more or carbonated differently, but the carbonation just acts kind of differently when it's a Saison in a farmhouse. So we have a lot of that there. It's very bright. Like I said, the it feels like you're chewing on mash. I get reminded of uh, flowers. It's got a lot of floral notes. And then that bubblegum, um, it's an interesting flavor, but it gives you like the mouthfeel kind of like bubblegum as well, not just the taste. So it, it rounds off very well at the end like that. Maybe that's a better way to say it. It doesn't taste like bubblegum, but it gives you that like bubblegum. The mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So I'm it's, it's really good though. Cheers again. I've had enough of this shit. Oh, yes. I do want to have another farmhouse ale soon. Mm-hmm. The Saison is, I mean, this is good. It's not one of my favorite beers as far, like Saison's where everything sits, IPAs and everything. Right. Saison's not one of my favorites. Yeah, but, exactly. But this is a really good Saison. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to have a farmhouse ale soon, so we should probably look that up. Let's just go right now. Yeah, yeah. fuck you guys. We'll, okay. We'll see you later. All right, guys, we're back <laughs> with the, we, we couldn't find one, so. <laughs> Did you talk about the alcohol and the IBUs and stuff like that? I did. It's, yeah, I did. Mention okay. it again. 6.2%. Uh, sorry, guys. Yeah, we're talking about bubblegum beer. Uh, we have Instagram Live on right now. So, <laughs> we I, obviously, we have mics in front of our faces. So, I don't know how good the audio is on, on Instagram Live while we record. But uh, it's thanks. probably perfect. Probably. <laughs> just shout at them. It's probably decadent. <laughs> what, dec- the, when I said decadent, like I just said. <laughs> Back when you were saying decadent. <laughs> Just before we started right now. And last episode, we were talking about decadence. Uh, the way I said that reminded me of Trailer Park Boys when Bubbles always says, Decent! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Remember that one episode? I know this isn't Trailer Park Boys uh, podcast, but it is now. Trailer Park So pod. that, that uh, whole show is outrageous. And <clears throat> it, it's steady throughout. There was only like maybe three, two, three episodes that wasn't hilarious. Right. Um, and it was like, season five so i was just like i was just kind of watching it for background and then i really got back into it like late season five season six and uh one of the episodes that they they steal something they steal like a rocket like a water rocket or something yeah, i forget yeah, yeah. And they're setting it off and they set it off and they can't find no i think uh Leahy knocks it over with his car or something oh my god but like when bubbles is buying it he, he keeps looking at decent like oh my god <laughs> that's like his word of choice yeah Decent. <laughs> Not fucking awesome and just decent. Yeah. Great. I love it. Um, so yes, bubblegum beer. Mm, it's really good. Perfect. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties earlier. For any audio people, the sample rate <laughs> between the uh the interface and like the streaming software was set the same, but it sounded like it was off because all of our voices and the music was sped up. Sped up and like higher pitched. It's fucking weird. And I didn't know what it was, so just here we are. Here we are. Couldn't wait too long. So we were already we behind, it. and I needed this beer. So, um, What are you thinking on uh, Beer Flavor Test? Um, <laughs> beerflavortest.com slash squad pod. Um, I'm thinking a solid, too. Oh, here you go. Read that. <laughs> <laughs> here, here read, read stuff. I'm not in the mood for reading. A Saison in winter, question mark? Yeah, it's almost as unexpected as Washington crossing the icy Delaware. Okay, so I get that. They're purposely releasing it in the wintertime to say, hey, fuck around. Hey, fuck. We're, sne- <laughs> we're sneaking up on the season with a boatload of 
Bravado and this Belgian-style farmhouse ale. See, are they the same thing? You literally just said Belgian-style farmhouse ale. Are they the same fucking thing or what? So maybe that's the... Saison uh, is another word for Belgian-style farmhouse ale. Maybe, right? Dry hopped with whole organic cardamom pods for an assertive spiciness in your face winter. Yeah, I'm a fan. So yeah, maybe they are the same thing. So, I, know, I know that they were similar already. I just didn't know what... The classification, it's ridiculous. If you've ever seen one of the big beer posters... Where it says like beer in the center and one side's ale, the other side's lager, and then it just expands for a year. It's crazy. I'm thinking two. <laughs> I'm thinking a two as well. Yeah. Solid, solid two. Yeah. It's not blowing me, but uh, it's solid. People don't know. I, I feel like we're always, we have to, have, everybody's going to be a little bit biased when they're talking about reviewing something. And because Saison's not my favorite, it are it has to be a really fucking perfect Saison. To be a three, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like I was saying, you know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Yeah, check one, two, know <laughs> check what I'm saying? Check one, two, know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man, I do. And, um, well, now I know what to look for when I'm out there. And I'm wondering if they're the same thing or different things and whatever not, it is. Not very bitter. It's pretty straightforward. Sh- shimmering bright. Yeah. Uh, light, but it is. All right. Got a lot of flavors. Two out of five. Three. Two out of three. Trading systems out of three, not out of ten. Look it up. So, episode oh. 98. I feel like we, now I can take a breath and think about the episode topics. I'm so I had to regather full right now. I inhaled. What is this? I had to meditate. A 20 fluid ounces. I inhaled 20 fluid ounces of water. And then I just inhaled 12 ounces of beer. I mean, drips. I'm going to be... Is this Ruffles Squad Pod? I, I just <laughs> wanted to do that because one episode you were eating pretzels in the beginning. What? I don't remember that. Back on the this episode. <laughs> Earlier this episode. Sorry, no, it was a long time ago, but you were starting. I like started the episode. I looked over at you to like talk and you were just like eating pretzels. <laughs> so yeah, I got caught dugu. <laughs> don't remember that at all. So now it's my turn. Anyways. What's up? <clears throat> all right. Um so let's pull up our topics. Uh, a peek into what we're gonna get into. Later, the big thing is uh, the new Aftermath book, Empire's End, the third of the Aftermath Aftermath trilogy, which tells the story of what happens to the Empire after Episode Six that's released. The, that's the full novel, right? Correct. Okay, I have seen the uh, the cover of that Empire's End. Yeah, it's with the Star Destroyer crashing, yeah. which I assume is on Jakku. Yep, I assume too. So we're going to mention it, and we're probably going to wait until next episode to really go into it, so we have a chance to. Actually, like, read it and understand what the hell's going on because it just came out. I think books come out on Tuesdays, yes? Books I think it came out, out yesterday. The fuck they want to come Monday. Out. I don't know. On Stop Book Squad Pod. So here we go. So, but we do, well, we'll, we'll get there later. Um, IMAX announced that they will be having IMAX footage for episodes 8, 9, and the Han Solo movie. In case anyone was worried about that because I feel like they do that all the time now. Um, there's some shit going on in Rebels, but I really don't want to go there because I haven't caught up fully. I have And I don't want to get spoiled, so. I've slipped away from Rebels. So I got like three to catch up on, so we're going to wait. Um, well, okay, we can go into, uh, Mopar went to the zoo today. Um, so I could talk about that a little bit. Columbus Zoo, which is actually really fucking nice over there. Yeah. Um, I have pretty much caught up on Mass Effect 2. Okay. Um, and there was something else that I, oh, the Logan movie is going to be coming out yes. next week-ish. Two and, weeks. Yep, and the new Mass Effect. And there's another big movie in March. Power Rangers. 
Uh, which looks terrible, <clears throat> but we're going to see it anyway. Th- did I tell you that I bought Suicide Squad? I think you did on the Xbox store. Yeah, the Microsoft store. I did, and it's it's still cringeworthy in, in certain spots. I can't it's, believe it. Um, but there are it's like there's extended scenes in it, um, and there was it's obvious why they took a lot of them out. So <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah. I want to like it more, but I can't. And right. there's still awesome parts to it. Like right. Harley Quinn's character is awesome, but her, her portrayal by uh, Margot Robbie, right, is perfect. I liked it. Yeah, and she does a great job. Absolutely, she's ass cheeks. Um, <clears throat> as do all humans. Do you say she has ass cheeks? Yeah. <laughs> As do all humans. Anna Sari. Sorry, have ass cheeks. Anna Sari definitely have ass cheeks. <laughs> Miranda has, and Miranda. Miranda has two big ass cheeks. I don't know how they got away with that one, Drew. I dude, there's some spots. <laughs> I'll I'll get back into that real quick, but there's some spots of Mass Effect 2 that the way they filmed it, well filmed, the way they, they shot some scenes. It'll circle around. You'll be talking to Miranda, and it'll circle around, and all of a sudden, an ass will just show up, like in a corner <laughs> of the on purpose. You're trying like, to make big decisions, and you're just staring at Miranda's ass. <laughs> like, all right, the council needs your decision on whether you're going to save this planet of eight billion people. It's like, oh, wait a second, look at this ass cheek. <laughs> that's ex- that's funny as hell. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Making big decisions, but <laughs> trying to confuse the fuck out of you. <laughs> it did. I didn't know what the f- where I was right yeah. at that second. But. Uh, Everybody on the fucking ship's trying to bang me right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I was, yeah. I was trying to... <clears throat> Who did you bang in? Did you... You banged them all? <laughs> in, um, the, in the first I, one, I banged Liara. And I think I'm just going to stick with her because a lot of people on the... I like Actually, outside of Rex, yeah. I like the characters in 2 better. Yeah? I was not a huge fan of Ashley or... Um, Caden. Caden. Yeah. Caden, I didn't give a damn about. Well, it's Karth, so fuck him. Yeah. No offense to the voice actor, because he's awesome. It's just, he always gets stuck being like the bitch character. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I I really like, obviously, Rex. Garrus is probably my favorite in all of them. Yeah, Garrus is legit. Um, Grunt, I was just like... Oh, I forgot about him. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. His, it's not even an interesting story behind him. I'm actually, I might just kill him off. Zaid's fucking sweet. I don't know who that is. Must be in the third one. No. Fuck. Is there must be DLC or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't have the character. D- yeah, I don't have the DLC. Good job, Um, Miranda's ass cheeks. Uh, Tally is interesting. I've been using Thane a lot. Thane and Thane Jack. Thane is awesome. Yes. I've been using Jack a lot too because I, I'm not a biotic, so she just is throwing everything around. Um, and Thane's just a fucking. A, he's an assassin. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Um, That's why in multiplayer I always play as the drill, like the two drill characters, the yeah. adept and the infiltrator. Yeah, yeah. It's. it's I mean, it, I, I sped through Mass Effect One because I knew its limitations. It wasn't going to be that in depth. Mass Effect Two, I can tell just by the little gameplay that I did at the beginning that it's a lot more in depth. That you'll get out of it what you put into it. So it's in depth <clears throat> in certain certain ways. Because I'm talking to characters and unlocking a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like it'll unlock entire worlds and stuff that. Yeah. That I didn't know about. So missions inside <clears throat> missions are more detailed, but as far as like the RPG aspects, it's a lot more action focused. It's dumbed down. Uh, there's not a lot of upgrading yeah, terms, stuff. Yeah, like upgrading your weapons and like different types of ammo and all that shit. Like it's it's still there, but it's a lot simpler. I always say like so. Mass Effect One's RPG heavy. Mass Effect Two is action heavy. 
And then the third one is like perfectly balanced. Yeah. Yeah, the I was kind of kind of confused at the beginning because you couldn't like directly upgrade your guns like with ammo, different ammos, different stuff. You had to like go and generally upgrade <clears throat> sniper rifles. Oh, because they changed the system. So in the first one, you could apply different types of ammo to the gun. Yeah. And in the second and third one, depending on your class, you can have as an upgrade certain types of ammo. Right. To use in the gun. Yeah. So it's <clears throat> it's just a little different look on it. Yeah. I, I, I like change. it. I don't like the ammo thing. I like the cooldown thing. Yeah. In, in the first one. Yeah. Because, I mean, if I'm in the middle of a battle... The last thing I want to fucking do is have to run around like a jackass looking on the ground for ammo. It's also silly to think about, like, you're in the middle of a firefight and they're just, like, you're in a warehouse and there happens to be ammo crates laying around. Like, yeah. really? Come on. Yeah, it, it kind of lost me there. But the, uh, the the character development and the relationships in Mass Effect 2, I think, are are much stronger in, yeah, in the second one compared yeah. to the first one. Um, Back to the question of who did I bang. Um, I played the first... I played all of them a lot. The second one, probably the least of every of, of all of them. But I think <clears throat> in the first one, it was Ashley and Liara. Yeah. I think for my main playthroughs, it was either Ashley or Liara. And then I did Can one, you bang one full else? playthrough Cadence? as... Yeah. And I, I did one full playthrough as a female Shepard, Femme Shepard. Oh, really? Yeah, the voice actress for, for her is fucking awesome. Um, I th- think I picked Caden there. I don't know. I was... Huh. huh? But yeah, Mass Effect is amazing. Tally tried to fuck me, and I'm like, "You better keep that suit on. You're gonna die." <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 That's so fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> it's kind of weird. Also, you know, if I go to my uh, commander's quarters, I have a picture of Liara because that's who I banged in the first one. Oh yeah. You should probably continue that then. Well, I trying to make up with her. Story and- unfolds like throughout all the games. <laughs> Like Rex, like obviously you you pass Rex, he doesn't join you, unless I don't unless I'm doing something wrong. No, Liara, right. Liara, I pass. I do. I did a couple side missions with her, and she still wouldn't join. That's right. Okay. The only one that Miranda is livid at me. It got to a point where I, I found something out about Cerberus, and oh yeah, and it made me choose Jacob or Miranda, mm-hmm. and I called Miranda out. I was like, Miranda, you didn't... That was fucked up. And now she's pissed at me. Because she sides with the elusive man all the time, yeah. right? And Jacob's like, whoa, this is weird. Yeah. yeah and I, I remember that. I'm going uh, bad. I'm saying Cerberus is bad. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with the Alliance. And yeah. every chance I get, I've been doing all the... I did, like I said, 100% exploration. And I've been finding out details about Cerberus. And it gives me the options of sending it to Cerberus to destroy or to send it to the Alliance. Oh, yeah. And I'm sending everything to the Alliance. Because I'm like, Captain Anderson, me and him have history. They'll figure out what to do with it. And I'll get personal emails just like Anderson and be like, dude, this is fucking amazing information about him. Mm -hmm. Like, good. Fuck. Even though they're they're doing everything. (laughs) Good. Fuck. (laughs) Good. Fuck. Anderson. Yeah. Anderson's awesome. It's just ridiculous how many... It, it goes so deep, like you think you have Paragon or Renegade. But under those umbrellas, there's so many different choices. And as you bring a character through all three games, <clears throat> it just gets out of hand, like, really quickly. I'm doing Paragon. I'm doing everything good. Yeah. The only one that I did completely Renegade is when I was getting Thane. Yeah. And I was following him around. And I we were going up in that huge tower on one of the things. And there was a guy that wouldn't tell me where he was. So I threw him out that window. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. It gave me that option. I'm like, I can't yeah, yeah, pass yeah. that up. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, the actions that you can do in the middle of conversations are cool in on that one, too. It makes it makes you pay attention. No, the, the, I mean, I knew it was going to be awesome based off KOTOR, where we have Drew and BioWare back together. It's yeah. going to be fucking perfect. So, And all this leading up to us kind of saying that Andromeda is coming out soon. So in, in mid-March, I think, or end of March. So yeah. Watched a few videos, some some gameplay, um, some trailers. It looks really, really freaking awesome. Well, Dead and I'm po- excited. Dead Pulio called me out when because he saw me on uh, Xbox Live, and he asked uh, if I was playing through it again. And I said, "No, this is my first time." And he just said, "Just do as many missions as you can." <laughs> yes, and I was like, "Okay." I think Pat said the same thing. Butterclone <clears throat> said the same thing. Well, Butterclone also he just said, "Do all this." Uh, the loyalty missions. Yes. So he said, talk to missions. all of them and do a mission yes. for every single one. Yes. Uh, and they won't die. Which is fine. That's all I want to know. Yes. I don't need to know anything else. Yes. So, he said also. That's accurate. <laughs> well, he said he gave it a lot of it away because he didn't realize it was my first playthrough. But today he, he's just like, oh, have you done this, this and this? So they don't die and this, this and this. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh so yeah, yeah, it's, I'm getting through that, so I'm excited. I don't think I'm gonna make it all the way through three. Two, I could finish up like this, like Saturday. Three, I don't think I'm gonna get it all the way through before Andromeda comes out. But uh, you probably can. March. We'll see. We'll see. Timing has to be right because I get burned out on games, man. Yeah, that's true. And I'll, I'll probably get through this and not pick up three at all for maybe a month or two. It's not like I'm gonna buy Andromeda right away, so I'll, I'll be that's fine. That's true. That's true. So, um, but I'm excited for that. Let's move on to any like big Star Wars moves or move news. Not outside huge. Of- well, not like anything groundbreaking, but a few small things. We did see um, that picture of them starting filming with uh, the Han Solo movie. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the, kind of the biggest thing of of the past week is that the first they said like the first production photo, but it's not a production photo. They're all sitting in the Falcon cockpit, but none of them are in costume except for Chewbacca. They're all just like chilling. Yeah. Woody Harrelson has like a blue hoodie on. He looks like a he's fucking about to <laughs> stab someone. But <laughs> it's cool to see everybody in the cockpit. It's kind of the same thing that they did for um, the Force Awakens for one of the shots for the magazines, the Vanity Fair, Empire, yeah. or whatever. It's the exact thing, except um, they're just not in costume. Yeah, so it's cool to see everybody. God, I, I still have no idea about like Amelia Clark. And, yeah, I like, forgot who are these Khaleesi are. was in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So. I kept looking at it, and I th- I kept thinking she was uh, Jin Erso. I'm like, wait, why is Jin in this too? But <laughs> no, it was Amelia Clark. And yeah. yeah, so so that was. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like they announced shooting, I think two or three weeks ago, and then this is the first photo. So we're all excited for that. Big thing is on the site; it's still listed for May 2018. Oh, so we're going to eight, two, then four months later. I feel like we all thought or like heard or something that it was pushed back to December and they were going to stick with a regular like December every year. Well, Rogue One was pushed back. Right. I I thought they pushed this back too, Mm. but they they did an article about it a few days ago and like the release date still said May 28th or May 18th or something. 2018. We'll see. It'd be awesome if they did May the 4th. Yeah, that would be cool, man. 40 fucking year anniversary, man. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 17. 1977 to 2017. Well, I was talking about the Han Solo movie next year. be 18. So it'll be 41. Oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah. So it's the 40 year anniversary, 40 year anniversary of Star Wars this year. So our May 4th, <clears throat> May the 4th event is going to be legit if you're in Columbus. That's got to be. I mean, how long has Star Trek been going? Star Trek started like in the 60s. So if considering that started in the 60s. But they don't. They haven't had. Well, 
are they having a uh, like a series on Netflix or something? They said they were going to do another Star Trek. Yeah, I think they're putting the stuff together on there. for something. I don't know. I don't really follow Star Trek at all. I'm just wondering because you know this has got to be one of the longest running media things of all time. We're such in our infancy of media still. You know, within a hundred years, that's all. Like outside of like, I hate saying like outside of early music. I hate speaking. Early, early music, which you still had like records, um, and I forget what they called clay tubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I do. Um, outside of that, physical media hasn't been around that long. So when we're talking about people selling millions and millions of records, that's something completely new. This it's shit crazy, did yeah. not happen. Well, yeah, and this, the, how immediate stuff gets around the earth. If someone, and it's dumb. But it's astounding all at the same time yeah. how um, uh, Opa Gundam Style, that Gundam Style, yeah, that just the highest, lit, that like just how? lit, Why? and then it was wildfire. But that that's an astounding thing that every person, like every other person on the entire earth, knows that song, right? Instantly, like within two weeks, everybody knew what the fuck that was, and I wonder that he probably didn't even make that much money. It's so crazy as to what pops when. It's yeah. so much as like the right time, the right people, right setting, right media, right climate of like the the society and things. Like think about Star Wars. Like if it was a year or two before or after, if a new hope, it might not have popped. Right. And if that if it didn't happen then, we wouldn't have this entire crazy universe. Well, yeah, talk about like the analytics of that. Like right. Star Wars came out when let's say 40% of the population was under 15 years old or something weird like that. And but if you waited 2 years later, up oh, now they're 16 and a half and they're not interested in that stuff. Right. It's like, yeah, right. the, the the timing, the age, the the feel, what they're looking for, it's it's all it's all a big thing. But now that it has the hold of pop culture, it's more than a hold. It's more than a hold, but now but like like we said if if it didn't if it didn't get that initial hit on the first movie, Everything would have been completely different. It's it's crazy. It's, it's gotten to the crazy. point that if you're not a Star Wars fan, you're a minority. Yeah, it's like I've never I mean, seen you, Star Wars. If you've never what? seen all the Star Wars, I mean, it's truly it's more than nerd culture now. It's more than. It's true. Maybe maybe we just hang out with the right people. <laughs> maybe go to a different town. It's like what the fuck is Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you go to rural Ohio. People have probably have TVs yet. They haven't invented them. Well, all right. So I wouldn't say people that haven't seen all the Star Wars are in the minority, but there's a few things. Like everyone in the world knows who Darth Vader is. No. Yeah, man. No. Yes. I, I want I want to say that, but I know that's not true. It's like the most iconic. There's got to be an age. Movie character ever. There's got to be an age because I know my grandparents don't know who the fuck Darth oh, Vader okay, is. Okay, okay, okay. Anyone under the age of 50. I mean, I'd probably push it to 60. My grandparents are old. Everybody's grandparents are old. But every, I'm, in a general sense, everybody knows who Darth Vader is. Under 50? My parents, our parents are older than 50. <laughs> well, I, I'm fucking speaking in generalities, <laughs> goddammit. Oh, fucking hammered. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't um, know what just happened. I'm just, in general, no fucking age limit. I'm just talking out my ass with beer. So nothing makes sense, and that's okay. Everyone knows Darth Vader. It's the most iconic thing, whether you've even seen the movies, you've seen him in like in parodies, 
on fucking social media, it's, as it's branding in, stuff on like Coke cans and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's in n- just media in general. Like yeah. you will. Well, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna use the uh, that nerd uh, sitcom show, whatever the fuck it's called. What's the sitcom show that's kind of nerdy? Oh, ugh. what what is it? Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. It is what it is. But they refer to that shit all like every episode. Every episode, there's like a small Star Wars thing. Yeah. Every fucking episode. And if, like, it, it'll be the smallest, like, okay, this this character takes his pants off. He's wearing Darth Vader underwear. Right. I mean, every show like, that I've ever seen has a Star Wars reference in there somewhere. There's Rest an of entire, Development does. How I Met Your Mother does. There's an entire culture of parody Star Wars stuff. Always Sunny does. Every show has a Star Wars reference. Star Wars has a Star Wars reference. Star Wars is fucking everything. Nothing else matters. But think of how... Everyone, please, stop what you're doing right now and watch Star Wars. And watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're going to watch Star Wars, check out a fanboy commentary on the website. Man, fanboy yeah. I'm just fucking around. I mean, like I, like I said, and it, that, that was a bad example because that is a, a nerd-based show. But I'll eat, I mean, like The Walking Dead, I'm... I guarantee you something in The Walking Dead is a Star Wars reference. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. so easily referenced that it's it's, so, it's it's ingrained in not even into like a generation. It's ingrained into the American culture yeah. so strong. And now that Disney has it, oh yeah. Disney has already has their foot into the door that it's everybody knows who right. Mickey Mouse is. Hashtag also Darth Vader, you dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. The two biggest icons ever. It is. It's so funny. Um, so wrapping this background to what you originally talked about was how crazy the impact of media is. And it's only been around for a very short amount of time. Yeah. If you take out print, cause the printing press was what? Seven to 1600s, something like that. If you take print. That was much earlier than that. Whatever. If you take print out of the, I don't fucking care. 300 BBY, whatever. If you take print out of the equation, the media, as we know it in terms of radio, TV, movies, electronic media since the twenties. The tens, Ele- the twenties, the electronic. I mean, let's just say a hard in terms of mainstream. Let's just, okay. Oh yeah, even nineteen hundred. Let's, let's say years. a hard nineteen hundred, but that was like light bulbs were in their infancy. Right. So we're getting the real early. That yeah, exactly. Like the elite of the elite may have had a radio. So if you think how much has happened in a hundred years compared to the like as a percentage of all of human like civilization, it's like half of a percent. And it's not weird. Even. It, it's weird that it it, it it's. Across classes too. Like if we're gonna, oh jeez, we're getting all into this. If we're gonna cut up, like if if we're gonna go like from poverty to the most most wealthy person, there's there's certain things that all of them have. Yeah, and radio, TV, right, cars. Like there's there's a lot of stuff that even the poorest of the poor are gonna have in America. Yeah. So it's it's crazy that, like, I can't even I can't even yeah I it's hard to wrap even. your head around. It, it's an astounding time right now that everybody has information and access. Yeah, we haven't even started talking about the internet. <laughs> well, it, and it's gotten to the the ex- other extreme where everybody has it. So like, f- you get into that false information, and we don't need to get into that. But right. <clears throat> it's it's an astounding time right now, and. That's why Rogue Squadron Podcast is the best podcast ever created. <laughs> brought to you by viewers like you. The galaxy loves you. Fuck off. <laughs> I still think we need to do drunk Star Wars history. So, I, we do that. It's called Rogue Squadron Podcast. <laughs> it's 
know. Okay, I read this Bane book. Our boy, Boxerless Bosk, always calls us out sometimes. I'd be like, hey, man, you got any, uh, uh, can you give us like uh, some details on this new book that came out? And was like, well, I could, but you just make it up anyways. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, he's salty. Perfect. No, that would be hilarious. Anakin was the savior of the galaxy. I know he killed those kids, but come on, man. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry if, uh, if, you're, if you're on uh, iTunes with us. Well, Instagram. welcome. Why do you always say iTunes instead of Instagram? Because <laughs> I'm looking at shit. Uh, thank you guys for tuning, tuning in on Instagram. But uh, Stop the, giving us hard, please. The words are really small. It's so far away, so we can get both of us in it. Um, so... Don't think we're just ignoring you. So what's up, man? We're talking about uh, a few Star Wars updates from this week. We just finished talking about the Han Solo uh, production photo. So the next up is that they did. No, before I forget. Okay. All because right. because Let's hear that's about it. Come because on. that's keep written talking. down. Right. I want to keep talking. Like, like we said, I said last episode. Like we said. <laughs> um, I saw some fan art. It was fucking brutal. Yeah. Is it Kylo okay, killing Han? Let me worse. It was <laughs> all you saw Nothing's worse was like that. a lightsaber stroke, and yeah. it was kind of like the faded color of it, like it happening really quick. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. And it was the back of a head of a youngling. Oh god. And it that was decapitated. What would you where'd you find this shit? It was brute. I mean it Fort was Chan, inst- fucking style. I think it was Instagram. But it was it was, was it like venomous? a slightly it was like cauterized, so it wasn't bloody, but it was it was decapitated and then the Jedi um the Padawan braid was also cut. Oh, like through that man. one stroke. And you saw Va- uh Anakin's eyes like glowing. Was he it crying? Was fucking wicked. He was looking down, it was a very dark picture. Oh shit, dude. But it was a brutal little thing I saw. Do you know whose artwork it was? Uh fuckers. No, I don't. I would type that in, but I'm not. It's not. Nope. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. So after the Han Solo uh, photo, they did announce the Rogue One Blu-ray and DVD order. Do they make DVDs anymore? I shouldn't say that. Do they? Do people even buy Blu-rays? I buy everything digital now. I'm getting rid of all of my fucking discs. Oh, I buy Blu-rays all day. It's cheap. Sometimes for like for because... Star Wars, it's gonna be cool because they have bonus stuff and like pamphlets and shit inside. But, I mean, everything else, I just have digital. I don't buy digital that often because it takes up a lot of space. You're just talking about how you bought Suicide Squad. Because it was $10. I can't find a $10 on a physical copy. Well, maybe. Anyways, Rogue One officially announced and confirmed. Uh, physical copies, April 4th. And digital copies, March 29th? 28th? 29th? Oh, so it is coming out on May 4th. May the 4th. That's April 4th, you fucking Fuck! wanker. Five four. The fuck off three two one bro. <laughs> so uh, the issue is, and I heard people complaining about this, and I understand, but you also kind of have to expect it. Is and I always fucking do this. See, it's like a bullseye. When and I'm talking and I'm pissed. <laughs> Everything I'm in this circle. I'm talking about killed. other people being pissed. I'm not even <laughs> that mad about it. I expect it. People are mad that they knowingly will release a Blu-ray with very limited extra content and bonus features knowing that in three years they'll bring out the new rogue one special edition with all the extra stuff and then in 10 years it's the 10th anniversary rogue one with like here's the deleted scenes that we didn't give you back then it's a money grab it's kind of annoying i mean i expect it but whatever i expect it too and it's obvious why they're doing it it's a money grab right disney right people gotta understand that for everything Disney is, it's a business first. They're trying to make money. Well, there I mean there is a there is a discussion to be had there because like it, it is already the biggest thing. They're not losing money. 
Well, I, I don't know if that would be losing money. They're leaving money on the table. Because you when you're know, the biggest thing ever, like you can afford to do that. Biggest to make ever. your fans happy. But I know, I understand that. But I built a company, the best ever. The best <laughs> ever. But to argue their point, if they didn't do it, would we pay triple the price now to get it all? Star Wars fans, yes. I know. <laughs> and that's everybody. So I understand. I mean, there's it's, Apple does the same thing. Um, and it makes sense, like, from a marketing and brand pr- perspective, it's like the exclusivity of the product is very important. Yeah. So they know every, like, general people, everyone that wants Rogue One is going to get it now. And then actual Star Wars fans are going to get the second copy and the third copy with all the extra stuff because, like, that's just... That's just what we do. We yeah. waste all of our hard-earned money on toys and Blu-rays. I have yet to buy a Star Wars toy. Uh, I, I wouldn't That's say not true. You have a bu- you have a bunch from your tr- well. You didn't buy them. Your mom bought them. We have a bunch from your childhood. The yeah. droidicas and shit. Yeah, and all those cards and everything. Outside of when I was under fifteen. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's Commander back here with a fucking shrine. <laughs> yeah, I I'm not into that. I don't. I, f- I feel like it, it's just going to sit there. I mean, it I does. It does sit there. I have bought more Cavaliers toys. Well, there you go. I have. That's your thing. No, it isn't, though, because I only have w- one thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, that is more, but still. I have a Kyrie bobblehead. I have two of them. The same exact ones. One on my work desk and one at my home desk. Hmm. Well. You're a goddamn kid. Go home. <laughs> that's, that's a quote from... Uh, Catch me if you can. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. With Matt Damon? No. Leo. Leo. I haven't seen it. I'll, I'll give it to you. It's 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 got Matt Damon. Or Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> you done fucked up now. <laughs> Talk me into it. It's got uh, Leo Matt and Damon Tom and Hanks. Matt Damon. It's got Tam, Tom. <laughs> it's got Tim Allen. Tim Tam, Hanks. Tam Hanks. Tam Hanks. Tammy Hanks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's... it's uh, a, it's one of my favorite Leo movies. Dude, it so might good. be my favorite Leo movie. It's an interesting story, too. So I don't, I don't need to get into it. But if you guys are just into movies and you haven't seen a Catch Me If You Can, it's like 10, 15 years old. It's, I mean, it's an older movie now. But uh, it is definitely worth a viewing. So speaking of Leo. Ooh. Matt Damon did what? <laughs> Matt Damon. Um. You know David Blaine, the magician, right? Yes. Keep keep going. I got something else. Keep so going. he has a few movies, and his whole thing. Wait, is what do you mean? A few um, magic movies? Isn't well, David Blaine the magician? Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're not movies. Movies. They're like documentaries or whatever. Of so, what? Of him doing magic. Well, what the fuck do you think magicians do? Keep talking. Hurry up. <laughs> if you aren't familiar with David Blaine, his whole thing is he does street magic. So it's not in. Like studios and stadiums and shit like that, in with like crowds and like costumes and like uh, Copperfields stuff. He just goes on the streets and Does like asks people, like, "Hey, can I show you something with these this deck of cards?" Yeah. It's fucking cool. Um, I, one of the old ones popped up on Netflix. It was like from '94, so it was ridiculous. It's like a time capsule that sure. shit. But Leo was in it. Like Leo was the one that was interviewing him. In between these uh, these magic scenes, like ninety four, yes, like right after Titanic. How old is or David Blaine? Maybe it was like ninety seven, like right after Titanic or something. How old is Dave Blaine? I haven't. I don't know, we'll fucking look it up. 
I we, literally we thought a you young just, Jamie to like look stuff up for us. I literally just thought you moved your hand over to your keyboard and just typed random, just like, oh, let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> While you're looking that up, David Blaine. How old is David Blaine? She <laughs> got David Blaine. Let me think about that. <laughs> okay. I Siri got it. Why? What the fuck was that? Why are you pissed? He's 43. Oh, he's a lot older than I thought. So he was like 22, 24 in this, in this thing. But Leo, for some reason, was the one that was like in between his magic scenes, interviewing him like, so like, tell me about like why you did this fucking thing. Like, what are you doing? Tell me about your style of magic and everything. Anyways, that's what reminded me of it was that Leo was in it. Have you watched these documentaries of David Blaine? No. I don't know what to think of magic because I know when it's on TV, it can be, there can be some fuckery involved. Like Chris Angel, if anyone's ever seen those. Me and Butterclone used to watch that shit in college. It's so cheesy. It's so bad. Yeah. But this guy, like, there's some tricks with no cuts. The camera's on him the entire time. And some of the stuff he does just doesn't make any fucking sense. <clears throat> like, what do you what do you think about that? It just It's ridiculous. I mean, there's obvious, there's reasons for everything and tricks to everything. And the smallest little uh, sly of hand... Yes. Well, like throw you. You think he's doing something over here, but he's jerking off over here, and you're like, "Wait, I didn't even see him jerking it." Well, there's the cool. The cool thing about it was there was a few that they pointed it out. They were like, they were getting ready for a trick, and the guy on the camera, or like they voiced over, and they were like, "Watch his hand," and he took this like participant's hand, and he was like shaking his hand to distract him. While he was shaking it, he took the guy's watch off and like put it in his pocket. So they announced some like that. But How there do was you not feel your watch being stolen because he was distracting you. But there was this other one where he took a quarter out of someone's pocket. He bit part of it off. Physically then, bit it off? And, and then held it in front of himself and spit the quarter back onto itself. <laughs> and it didn't cut away. So I was looking at this like, that can't be real. But what the also fuck is going on? What the also fuck? <laughs> like, I didn't get it at all. We're going to have to uh, restart that uh, if we're going to stay live. That's uh, ridiculous. So if you guys are on Instagram Live, I got it right. Instagram I'll, I'll Live. Fi- I'll fix it. Uh, but like ma- magic. Seriously, what? So there's also a uh, series from the 90s that uh, Lord Kerner uh, turned me on to. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, sorry, guys. We got all excited. <laughs> we're going fixing uh, Instagram Live. Um, what I was saying was Lord Kerner. Turn turn me on to a show from the nineties. Yeah, beer league. You got it. <laughs> turn me on to a show from the nineties, and it was basically how a magician does their stuff. And they would walk through. There was like two full seasons, or maybe there was just one full season. But uh, they were—I forget what the fuck it was called. I don't have my phone. Chris um, Angel. It wasn't. It was general like magic tricks that you like. Oh, this is we're cutting this girl in half. General magic. We're, uh, general magic. Watch it. Nineties. <laughs> Nineties um, magic. What's up, peeps? Show. Um. Yeah, it's it's it is extremely cheesy. So if you're on Netflix, go watch. Just like look up magic. And magic's I'm sure it's be biggest the, secrets. Yes, that's it. That Found is it. Found it. Powerful <laughs> Google. Powerful. Unlimited. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. I don't know what to think. I know there's a lot of fuckery involved, they, but like there's certain it down things where there because there was a lot of spitting tricks, a coin out. There were a lot of tricks where they they did do a lot of cuts. So mm-hmm. it was like, oh, he could have done that like multiple takes or whatever. But I just the one with the quarter has been fucking with my mind for like three days. Or how the guy <laughs> catches the bullet in his mouth 
I haven't seen that stuff one. like that. I've seen that like as a joke in movies. I've but. always wondered how they did that, and I mean, obviously they're not shooting it. He's not actually catching it, so it's a sly of hand, like taking the Slight. bullet. I always said sly. Slight. It's a sly of hand. Slight. Like I'm being sly with my hand. I understand, but that's not right. <laughs> it's my English. It's my new empire. Sly of hand. <laughs> Classic empire. So his sly of hand um, d- would just basically unload the fucking gun in front of you while you, while you didn't see it and right. just take the bullet out. You weren't paying attention. Like, <laughs> I just chewed the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> oh my god! It was. It's outrageous. All right, enough about magic. Actually, tangents. by the way, by the way, tangents. Oh, one Matt last Damon. one last thing about, about uh, David Blaine. Yes, that was one of the oldest YouTube videos I've ever yes, seen. Yes, the fucking parody of him. Oh yeah. my god, it was so. So funny. if you go on YouTube right now and watch, uh, just search David Blaine parody. There, I think there's three or four of them. Um, it's hilarious. There's this guy who has an obviously like painted on mustache and just wears a, a backwards black hat like a jackass. I don't know who does that. Well, he looks kind of like that video. Yeah. From like the 97 yeah. version like of him. Yeah. But uh, they, they do kind of a parody of what David Blaine does walk around on the streets and it, they, he walks up to these two gay guys and he just they their reactions to his magic is priceless. It's yeah. so funny. And so. Just go on to YouTube, David Blaine parody or David Blaine something. Uh, Just type David. You'll Blaine, you'll find, find it. it. It's funny because we watched those back in college, but I had never seen David Blaine actually do magic. So now watching the documentaries and thinking back on that, I'm like, that's exactly it. Because he's a little awkward. So like after he does a trick, he just kind of like stares at the at the people and like waits for them to freak out. <laughs> that's so funny. Right. <clears throat> the other thing that was funny about that those David Blaine parodies was, I was sitting there uh, sitting there with my girlfriend and. Was explaining to her, I was just like, I know uh, there's there's an, a classic YouTube series that's hilarious, and I can't remember what it's about or who's in it or whatever, but I can give you this. And he's, I'm just like, he, uh, there's a guy who makes another guy float up onto a, onto a roof. And then she's just like, oh, yeah, David Blaine. I'm like, what? <laughs> you just completed my, like, childhood with two childhood, words. Childhood, collegehood. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's it was, awesome. I, I've been struggling with that for like five years straight. Trying to think of what it was. You I'm like, me. but but I couldn't like, I couldn't even explain. I'm just like someone on a roof. You I couldn't say magician. On a roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So what an era too. The early YouTube era is something stunning. Yeah, and it was uh, you literally had to do nothing and you became famous. Like but sitting also- on a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on toilet, like everybody Tommy knows that. sent me that so long ago. Oh my god! It, some of the it. early stuff, and if you actually put in like production value, like the David Blaine stuff, yeah, and like edited stuff, all of a sudden you just took off the PSAs, the, the GI Joes, GI oh Joe god. PSAs. If you guys don't know, if you uh, haven't seen that, dude. That if you like this show, you need to watch those. They will crack you the f up. It was basically they just took the old GI Joe, the cartoon back in the nineties, used to do like short PSAs, like. During commercial breaks, and don't murder people. Yeah, like pick up your trash. <laughs> and these guys just dubbed over it and turned it into like, get the fuck off my house, <laughs> off my house. <laughs> and you got you just have to watch them. It's uh, classic. It's and classic. then if you go back and listen to our show, you hear probably hear some inside jokes about, about them. So all right, so back to fucking Star Wars for a second. Uh oh. So <laughs> we got a few more things. Um, Inferno Squad. What is Inferno Squad? The worst title for anything. But uh, it's a new novel that was announced between Rogue One. 
Well, around the time of Rogue One and A New Hope. I couldn't say between because it's like fucking eight minutes. Um, everyone that is left over after Saw Gerrera stays on Jeddah. And dies. And, and dies and sacrifices himself or whatever. So two tubes. Basically like what his crew is doing um, after he's gone and the Empire starts this Inferno Squad. It's, Wait, the Empire starts an Inferno, Inferno squad? squad of the Death Troopers to counteract the Rebels. Ooh, yeah, I th- I think that's interesting because Saw Gerrera was an extremist on the good side. Yes. So this Inferno Squad is to negate extremists on the good side. That could be an epic battle. Because oh yeah, so it's gonna get fucking dark too. Yeah, just well, just like how why we liked that whole idea of Saw Gerrera's people. Yeah. In Rogue One, because. Oh my God! It's the rebels. They can do no wrong, and they yeah. don't ever kill people. They just talk talk them out of it. Exactly. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was like they could never do wrong. They always win. Okay, exactly, we're all yeah. angels. But all of a sudden, we see Saw Gerrera, and they're like torturing people with octopuses, and and they're but they're it's like militia. Yeah. Guerrilla warfare yeah, inside exactly. cities and stuff, and people were just weren't with it, but they were making a difference. And maybe the rebels, well, especially people like uh, Jin, saw what they were doing and realized no pun they intended and and saw what they were doing. <laughs> um, and they were, but they were making a difference. Whether you yes. agreed with their idealisms, well, it's the whole desperate times, desperate measures thing. Yeah, but those are some rebels I could get fuck! behind. We gotta get I know behind we call it. it Rogue Squadron podcast, but seriously, fuck the rebels sometimes. Like I understand. <sighs> You don't understand. I just got fucking triggered. I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to calm down. I understand, like, we want good to prevail. We want the good guys to win. We want to see the struggle of the good guys and then watch them win. But in Star Wars especially, it seems that there's just so much. The good guys are going to run into an entire battalion of stormtroopers, not get hit once, and run out safely. Like, it just it gets overwhelming. So seeing the stuff with Saw Gerrera and his whole crew was very uh, uh, very refreshing. It's nice to see like dirty. The I mean, whole, all the whole all movie was, one was dirty, yeah. gritty. But especially Saw Gerrera's people were like, like we're willing to fuck around with two tubes and so make shit happen. We have I I can't see all of it. So Paul something on Instagram wants to know if we think they're gonna make movies before New Hope or between Empire or between Empire and uh, Return of the Jedi. Honestly, I'm kind of worried about this. I, <clears throat> Actually, I'm afraid they're going to stick just, in the the movie era timeline for too long. It's already been too long, but I feel like they're just going to stick there. Too long. Been too long. <laughs> Far too long. Too long. Been here too long. Um, I agree. I think there could be some interesting action, but you're not going to move the story. The story's been told. You're not going to move the story along. It's exactly what happened in Rogue One. Rogue One was visually stunning. We got to see the Rebels in a new light. Mm-hmm. But the story went nowhere. We knew what was happening. And I think that's kind of the big turnoff for the prequels. Why people are just like, okay, he's got to become Darth Vader and there's bad lines and I hate it. It's just like, well, th- it, it tells mm-hmm. it tells a different story, though. because you, I, don't you think, see I don't the, think that's the problem, though. But, well, that's the difference, though. The Clone, not Clone Wars, the, the prequels tell a different story. Yes. A story that hasn't been told. If we're going to do movies between movies, we know where it starts and we know where it ends. There's uh, Unless you're just going to... I don't even know. 
What do you do? A Boba Fett thing in between? You can see your emotions right now. Like, where? Spasms about what the fuck Star Wars is going to happen. Well, I and, said Star Wars. and I'm, I'm School Wars. <laughs> and with everything said, you know, maybe it's just my point of view, but uh, maybe it's just this I don't stays on <clears throat> telling me otherwise. Well, this is high alcohol content. <laughs> no, it's six. Good. I don't. I'm never opposed to more Star Wars content if it's good. Rogue One was was pretty good. I'm never opposed to it. I just think the where the, does Rogue One sit on, in your? I think fourth, worst, third or fourth, in my list of movies. I think it's yeah. the third or fourth. I think it's it's like my. I just fourth last. The book is wide open, and for them to the ga- the, the the galaxy, the expanded universe, the, is wide hol- open. the holocran is wide open. Hot marker, and for them to just not branch out is just—it's just frustrating, you know. And I and I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna put out expanded universe content, but keep it all in the movie era. It's just confusing why they would cancel Legends in the first place. They have so much potential, and there's they're not. Pot- there's yeah, there's potential. There's options everywhere. <clears throat> I think the issue is people don't want to do old Republic stuff because it was done so well. Well then, don't make it legends, you fucks. I'm where? Where do you start? <laughs> I just don't see the conflict. There's more. Though, so this this is this is the struggle. It was done. The old Republic was done so well. The books, the games, everything was done. The comics or whatever you want to throw in the old Republic. All praise Drew. Drew Carpishan. Jesus Carpishan. <laughs> um, on a mission. <laughs> on a mission. That's the name of this episode. Jesus Carpishan on a mission. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> the because it was done so well and everything. Now that they have uncanonized all that, they have to go back and remake it all. If they were to do a movie, now it's easy. Right now, it is extremely easy to make a Star Wars movie, like within the movie realm. They don't have to create new things. A Jedi's already yeah. been done. A Wookiee's already been done. We'll yeah. just put Wookiees in it. What does this look like? Well, it's a, well, let's look back what George Lucas did. I don't know if they care that much about easy though. It's easy, but it's it, I think, it's cost effective. I, th- I think they're just we can make billions of dollars. I don't think cost effective matters. I think it's more of they're after seeing all the fucking shit about the prequels. They are scared to alienate their fan base. You know what they did though? I think that's what it is. They made a fuck ton of money with the prequels. I understand. And they and they expanded the universe. And back to what you were saying about the issue with the prequels was the total difference in story. I don't think it was that as much as and here's George Lucas's his, like when when episode seven came out and he did his little not critique, but like I don't like Force Awakens because of this. He didn't like it because they didn't take a chance. He took a chance in the prequels. It didn't quite work out. It's still awesome, but a lot of Star Wars fans were like, "Why?" But they played it safe it, in it's, seven, it's, and he called it out. That's but fine. It, but it's Lucas's universe, technically, if you want to call it that. And then that's the direction that he felt it should go. So, so he did it. Let me ask. Let me ask you and this. And that, that is what it is. Let me ask you this. So, obviously, Godfather Lucas, it's his universe, and and it is. I say that with big quotation marks. Sure, and it is what it is. Yeah, but. What are, where are do some of the greatest Star Wars content come out of? Non-Lucas Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and that's the issue of why is it Legends now. <clears throat> now, when we look at J.J. Abrams and whoever made Rogue One. Sorry, I forget. 
Uh, Ryan. I'm blanking right now, too. No, Ryan. that's episode eight. Uh, Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. When we look at what both of those guys did, they just stayed very Lucas with it. They, they, I feel like Rogue One took a little bit more of a chance, making it quite a bit more gritty, but they stayed within the realm. Right. Episode seven, I feel like didn't. <clears throat> I love episode seven. I think it's the best one made, but they, that's, that's the only big downfall was they really didn't take any chances. Right. They literally took what they wanted from the universe uncanonized everything and then just put it into a movie and made it work. I don't think the uncanonized stuff was for <clears throat> seven. No, I, and I know that, but yeah. it was just kind of, it worked with what they were doing. Right. You know, the only, I mean, name, well, I don't want to do that. Cause like Starkiller base, it had existed before. We don't even have to make up an evil death machine. It's already there. We'll just pull it from blah blah blah. If they're really gonna, if they're really gonna push the envelope and uncan go out of their way to uncanonize some shit, yeah. Then why don't you just fucking make new stuff? Why? Oh, I could sit here and get pissed real quick. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Another death ball that's already been created. That's already uncanonized. You- we uncanonized to make it canonized again. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. If you sit down and say to yourself, I understand that. <laughs> what do you have? Fuck. Let's sit down and say, Let's sit I down understand. And to yourself and say, I understand that Disney bust Star Wars. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that people hate the prequels. And I understand that you had to relaunch a franchise. If you think about that and then watch Seven. All yeah. of the all of the complaints go away because it's a great movie. The only thing you complain about is the fucking dinosaur butt drinking out of the water fountain in, on Jakku. That was the best part of the movie. <laughs> My favorite part. Pig, favorite character. Pig Dragon. For book for that for that guy. Pig Dragon. <laughs> but if you watch it with that filter, I saw one of those pig dragons at the Columbus Zoo today. <laughs> and I hate to say, <laughs> I hate to instruct you to watch a movie with a filter, but if you do, there's nothing to hate or complain about. There literally isn't. Because seven is great. So it, as far as the the movie timeline and the, the legends and things go, <sighs> there's a lot of stories to be told in the era of the movies. A lot. And there's a lot that doesn't even necessarily have to tie in with like the main Skywalker storyline and can still fit in that era, which would be cool. I just don't understand. Like you are limitless in terms of your options. I just don't understand why you don't go for that. Yeah, I and I think so. Maybe, we'll, I guess maybe we'll just it was see just, where Han Solo goes. Maybe it was just the pressure of revamping the biggest thing ever created. But now there's two movies out, and they're like the two biggest well, movies of the decade. But, but you think about it, Episode Seven opens it. You can't really sway from it. You're, right. you're testing the waters. Right. It was the biggest thing ever created. All right. Now <laughs> right. They, they now they tested the waters a little more, made it gritty, showed like death on scene, uh, and people die. No one wins. All the rebels Vader lose. Wins. Vader wins. And he doesn't even win. He gets pissed. Yeah, he kills everyone but loses anyways. Nobody wins. Yeah. Nobody wins. Yes. Like Krennic. He got fucked. Everyone died. Everybody died. Tarkin and Vader. Tarkin and Vader are the only two winners. And Leia. Where? And Tarkin and Vader didn't even win because you watch the next movie. They lose. (laughs) It's true. Because the rebels always win. Oh, Um, of course. You smell bad. I win. we'll, we'll, We'll see. They're pushing the envelope a little more and more, but the movie titles and the era that they're in is disconcerting. 
Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just it's like just frustrating that they keep staying here. And that was the whole thing that we were worried about back three years ago when we were when they announced Force Awakens. We were talking about that on the show. It was this is great that Star Wars is back, but why are they uncanonizing everything? Just think they could have done whatever the fuck they wanted. They could have gone back us. Let's just say 500 yeah. years. Yeah. They I could they could have done something crazy where Yoda yeah. was like a Jedi knight. Well, that'd be cool to see. But there was no bad guys because well, the Sith, we're get Sith some, have been gone for a bit of million that. years. But that lines up with the fucking Bane. So, like, I feel like everything preceding episode one should have remained canon. Yeah. Like, rule of two is in the movies. You can't delete that. And Bane pretty much installs it. Yeah. Like, you can just keep all of that. It doesn't conflict with anything. Well, it also just everything lines up when you go back. When you go back in the EU. The rule of two is a thing. They say it in the movies. Bane created the rule of two. Who taught that to Bane? Revan. Yes. Like, it all lines up and it all makes sense. Bane's in the Clone Wars. It doesn't change a thing. You could keep it or cut it. Yeah. The issue is they're not going to go through and say, okay, this is this is canon, but these yeah, five things. Yeah, and I think that's exactly why they did it. And it was because if, well, we see Bane in Bane. It's a vision of Bane, quote unquote, into the Clone Wars. So I think it's a matter of, and we've talked about this before. Just reintroducing. I keep the fuck saying that. They're just reintroducing they're, characters. Yes, exactly. They're, they're, they're taking those stories and bringing them back to you in the way that they need to in order to sell it. <clears throat> Yeah, and I think it's just shining shining new light on characters that have existed. Yeah. Uh, and in a way that Disney wants. A way in timing. And this might be the greatest marketing scheme ever created. Let's wipe everything they love and then slowly trickle what they love back into it. Well, it's not unheard just of if you're a comic it, book fan. Comic right, book right. fans are probably like, this is nothing. Why are you bitching? <laughs> it's true. We got a question here. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? <laughs> Episode 7. At the moment, episode seven. I think episode eight is going to be my favorite once it comes out. Agreed. I'm about to watch episode three again. <clears throat> I did like two or three weeks ago after we were done recording. I watched episode three with our commentary and it was absurd. How'd you feel? Like even with the commentary, I, I feel like there's... <laughs> we, obviously, we're going to make fun of well, like certain just, lines, but still... We're like, joking about even stuff that's like serious. We're just like, oh, look at the fucking... His eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> he has eyebrows. But 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 I, I guarantee you there's points in the commentary where we just stop and just go, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, just we're just gonna stop talking. Yeah, for a I mean, like episode three is literally like it's the most amazing opening. Com- it's and the then most you have climactic. a bunch of like plot set up and boring stuff for like twenty minutes and then the amazing ending. It's the most climactic. So I would Rogue say one's pretty climactic. No, that's what I was going to say. Outside of Rogue One. Yeah. But aside of everyone dying in Rogue One, everyone but Darth Vader dies in... <laughs> and Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan. Yeah. With who? And the Emperor. Oh, we can get into that later, but... No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. It's official. Uh, so, all right, so here's the biggest... The last thing that's on our list. Um, the biggest news... The... We were, I can't talk. It's like, I'm just. Uh, International translation. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I got it. I can do it. Force speak on the mic. I got it. Force try hard. Force, force make it happen. We need David Blaine to come in here. I just. 
You're gonna, you're gonna do it. <laughs> There's just a lot of uh, a lot Are of you information. Are gonna fucking do it or not? There's a lot of info behind the uh, the talking so points. So what? I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this before. The, the title, <laughs> like we said, <laughs> episode eight, the last Jedi. Well, the international titles just got released. It turns out Jedi in the title is plural. In translations. In translations, yes. So all of the shit that we were uh, arguing about uh, two episodes ago maybe was, you know, is Jedi plural? Is it singular? Is Luke the last Jedi? Are there a whole cult of last Jedi? So it turns out from these international versions of the title that it is plural. Um so, like, does that change our thought about the movie? It just it leaves a lot more open because you're not you're not limited to one character now. Yeah. So it's the last Jedi. There's eight eighteen of them though. Like it, it literally just could be. I think it's gonna be a showdown though. I think it's gonna be dark. There's gonna be a showdown. Hope there's another showdown. Well, just let's just say Luke, Ray, they find another Jedi. On Corban in the depths of Corban. Corban's not even canon anymore. It's Morabin, Morabon, whatever was in the Clone Wars, <laughs> the Sith planet. They changed the name of it. Remember, Drew was on the episode. No. What? Yeah, they say that they changed. Uh, I mean, I'm Malakor. Malakor, no. Malakor Five. That's not the Sith planet. Mobin, Mobin's house. Went <laughs> over to Morabin's house. <laughs> Um, so the, the it, it is interesting that uh, now that we know the international translations of the Last Jedi, Jedi is plural. So what that means to me is more a band, more a band. Hate it. That's where Yoda goes in that little trial thing with the visions, why, Darth Bane and why shit. Why can't they keep Korriban? <laughs> like it, it doesn't change any fucking thing. Whatever. Anyways, Last Jedi. Where, where did you did you see it on like? Twitter where Drew was getting pissed or something? No, he said that in our interview with them. I don't even remember that at all. Because he, he was saying, like, he, they even threw Bane into the last episode of The Clone Wars, but they called it Moraban for I don't know why. And then oh, and then God. when I rewatched The Clone Wars, like, a month, two months ago, I rewatched the uh, last season. That's pissed. I, I was like, I'm pissed about this. Why? Yeah. All right, let's get back into it. Last, last Jedi. Jedi. Plural. <clears throat> Jedi plural. order. Fucking pissed. So, originally, what Commander and I were, were suggesting was... If, it, if they were keeping it singular or just the word Jedi could mean a singular Jedi or a group of Jedi. So it, it would depend on... It would change everything. It would change the, the meaning of the movie, the plot of the movie. So if it was The Last Jedi singular, well, are they talking about Luke? Are they talking about Rey? But if they're talking about The Last Jedi as a whole, maybe it's the end of their culture, the end of that like type of Jedi. Is that... I mean, but <clears throat> now that we know it's plural... I feel like it. They're specifically talking about many Jedi. They're not talking about the culture. Could be two. It could be two Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> Part of that word didn't even happen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how the Emperor talks. <laughs> so be it. Part of his words don't even happen. The, the Emperor he doesn't use D's. <laughs> Jedi. The confusion is. <laughs> Uh, the thing I keep going back to is that in the crawl for seven, it says the last Jedi, Luke Skywalker. It says True. it in the crawl. It's so confusing. So what if they? Whoa, what, whoa, if, whoa, what whoa. if that's a fucking misprint? Shut the fuck up! They <clears throat> did that on purpose to have us talking about this on the show. 
All Stars Podcast or in a ruckus. So what what we're gonna what what we're getting into is let's let's look at last episode we're talking about. <laughs> let's look at the titles. Yeah. I the was actual, trying to say this last episode. The actual titles. Yeah. So the Phantom Menace. Yes. The, it's about the Sith. Yeah, I mean it's still kind Speci- of specifically vague. maybe the Emperor. Emperor, yeah. A lot of people, whatever, it's arguable. It's about at all. But But look look at it. Yeah, so it's about, Sith. Yeah. Yeah. Episode two, Clone Wars, which I was talking about. Attack War. of the Clones. Revenge of the Sith. Okay, we know. They take revenge. A New Hope. All of a sudden, it's Jedi. Luke's back. War again. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes back. back. Jedi again. They return. So it went Sith, War, Sith. Then we went Jedi, Jedi War, War, Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. And now we went a new uh, awakening. Uh, for, uh, awakening. Force. Hope. Pretty much hope again. So it's going to be Force, War, Force. Whoa. Or Awakens, War Awakens. Or take you know it. the middle one's gonna be war. It says Jedi in the title, you fuck. Doesn't say attack or strikes or anything. The last. That's confusing. Like, cause you think sometimes these like uh This might be the most pivotal. Sorry to cut you up. It's might might be the most pivotal movie. Well, it might, yeah. Because if you think a lot of these, you know, heroic trilogies like um Lord of the Rings and things, they follow a a path. A specific path. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. I mean, usually have the middle movies a lot darker, um, and it leaves you kind of like down. You don't know if the hero's going to finish whatever they're doing. The fact that The Last Jedi is the second movie of this trilogy, again, we don't know until we see it, but the fact that the title is The Last Jedi, it doesn't give any hint to like <clears throat> the First Order strikes back or Snoke is like coming back. Like, it doesn't really give us any hint about if that's going to play true. What if episode nine is called like, the 50th Sith. <laughs> I hope episode nine is the dark side wins, all the Jedi are dead, and the rebels are done. There's only one, there's one motherfucker out I there really floating around. It. His name's Poe Dameron. We can't shoot him down because he just fucks around and can't kill him. I'm fucking pissed. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Then, then he breeds an entire squadron <laughs> fucking of Jedi's. Perfect pilots that know not even sensitive Sith, pilots. Yeah. Is he's supposed to, like you said, the backstory on him is he grew up next to a force tree or something. I didn't say that. Sparks said that. Oh, that's right. So he grew up next to a, a force tree. I'm about to so, start reading his comics, though. So, so I'll, he, I'll know soon. He's not particularly force sensitive in a way that he can control it, but he the force moves through him, all living things. So, <laughs> yes, intuition. But yeah, Makes so him a better he, pilot. he, yeah, Gives he's him just focus. quicker. Makes him stronger. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm really. Uh, the way that they have been doing things, I also kind of feel like this could just be a ploy. Like so, they could just make the foreign titles plural just to piss everyone off, and then it's just going to end up being Luke's the Last Jedi, anyways, and fuck everyone. Jedi's. We need. They need something to talk about <clears throat> until fucking December. So, what I want to know is, I don't know why would Jedi be plural in another language when Jedi is a made-up word. Jedi, the word isn't plural, but it's the way that they conjugate the preceding word that tells you that it's plural i see yeah but just like french where you have to have like however last ends up being conjugated or whatever to refer to the noun as plural or singular well just like in french where yeah. two would be two jedi or vu jedi you know right. it's plural singular yeah just like that interesting so i don't know they could just be fucking with us as well probably hopefully if it's like I want well it. couldn't couldn't the plural version also mean the formal version I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, I, I, that's I, arguable. <laughs> what, I want to actually know what languages they're talking specifically I about. think it was uh, German. German was the one that I saw. Okay. The article that I saw. I don't know anything about German. Neither do I. So we need a linguistics expert to uh, tell us. So if you if you know every, read shit in Dothraki, if you know any, everything about Star Wars and know every <laughs> spoken language on Earth, email us. <laughs> <laughs> Yell at us right now. So I mean, there's a lot going on in Star Wars. I'm excited. I uh, I don't know, man. I just I can't get past the fact that it's all about the Skywalkers. It's all about Luke, Ray's <clears throat> Luke's daughter. Right, Luke's the last Jedi. Like this, the Skywalker thing is just coming. It's it's the point of the saga, like the main saga, and that's also why we love the expanded universe so much because we don't have to fucking talk to Luke. But riddle me this though. Okay, let's say the last Jedi is plural. Okay, it's Luke and Ray, but Luke dies in the movie. It's about the last Jedi. He dies. Now it's about the last Jedi. <laughs> right. And it's still Ray. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe they cut the cords there. Maybe Luke actually does die. Yeah. But even with him dying, technically, I guess uh, Leia was supposed to live through eight because she was supposed to have a very prominent role in eight. Yeah, but we don't wonder, know. We don't know. I don't know yeah. how they're going to play that off. We, we have no idea. So right. I don't know, man. Um, the last thing was another photo. Um, it was on a, a pre-release photo of a toy of some sort, and it was with like a, a header image of Episode Eight with Finn, Poe, and Ray in the middle. The only real difference or change is that Ray's hairstyle is different. Of course, she it's, looks like she looks like Qui Gon. It's the only fucking thing that ever changes for for the girls. I feel bad. I just feel bad. It's like she's probably wearing the exact same fucking thing, but oh, her well, so are so I mean, so are Finn and Poe. Is that weird? Like, is that not weird? Is that not fucking weird? How many times are you going to say the same thing? Is it not weird? Last episode, we were talking every, about things are weird. <laughs> everything that they... No one ever fucking changes clothes. Do they take a shower every hour? They just got seven versions of the same cloak, it, it, man. Dude, fuck you. Anakin <laughs> just fought a war in a rubber suit, and he's running around still in a fucking rubber suit two weeks later. <laughs> Well, wait, are you talking about just like Star Wars characters? Star Wars like, changing so fucking Rey, outfits? We found Ray on a desert planet. I was trying to talk with about with a sandy vagina. She's four weeks later blowing up a death ball in a sandy vagina war suit. See, I was talking about this um, after we saw Rogue One. We were like, how does the time travel difference make any sense? Because I was thinking, just like a New Hope, the Force Awakens takes course over like two days. Like she feel gets like picked it. up, she's traveling in the Falcon overnight. She lands with Maz, and then by the end of that evening, she's at Starkiller Base. Like I, it feels like it's a day and a half or two days or whatever. So that makes more sense. But if it's not, then yeah, they wear the same fucking outfit all the time. But what you got to realize also, and I'll, I'll take it back a little bit because she does wear a different outfit when she finds Luke. Yeah, she goes back. She does she change. Does. She yeah, does absolutely change. yes. But for the first. Well, See, 3PO you know. hasn't been buffed or cleaned since. <laughs> well, they don't have clothes, so they're okay. <laughs> but no, I mean, that is an interesting thing to bring up. Like, they're wearing the same dirty undies. I want to know what... On Tatooine <laughs> all fucking day. I want to know where the droids are going to fit into, because... Try decades. Because in the prequels especially... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say the original trilogy, too, because C-3PO and R2-D2... The Jedi... <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi wouldn't exist 
the Jedi wouldn't exist <laughs> if C-3PO didn't turn off a fucking trash compactor. The Jedi wouldn't exist. And that's where it comes in, like, when people say that A New Hope is their favorite Star Wars movie, like, yes, I know it was the first one. I know it was groundbreaking for 77. I know it was a feat having no, like, budget and no fucking experience. Sure. Like, I get it. But the savior of the galaxy was in a fucking trash compactor. And almost killed by a death worm. And C-3PO wasn't paying attention, and he almost died. Five seconds, he could have been dead. And then the galaxy... That would have been better, actually, because then <laughs> Vader and Palpatine would have been like, we got the shit under control. All right. Well, he, where is he at? Oh, he squished. <laughs> he got squished. Okay. All right. We're good. <laughs> Accidentally, he wasn't that smart. Perfect. We didn't want him on our Not team. Not my son. I knew it. <laughs> Not my son. I knew it. Guaranteed. <laughs> it's it's going from, it's a weird thing. And uh, maybe, so this may be the, the difference is, yeah. maybe the prequels make the original trilogy worse. <laughs> Every new installment makes things worse, though, I think. True. Like, Seven is the best Star Wars movie because things have continually advanced in terms of filmmaking. Like, they can make well, a, a better story movie. Line. They're, story, they're, they're, they're tightening up screws all over. Yes. And it's, slowly. It's a, it's a couple of things. They can make a better movie. The effects and the visuals are better. Acting is better. They can clean up all, like, the plot holes and things that they've seen. They can correct mistakes yeah. of the, the prequels and the expanded universe and things that, that the fans, that they kind of know the fans didn't like. So, I mean, yeah, it's, like, the most current one. It is the best one. Yeah. I mean, people people don't like it. It's fine. It's it's just hard to say, man. Like, I, I know we, we rank ours frequently, but at the end of the day, I mean, it is tough. Rancors. Rancors. Rathar. Rathar. <laughs> like, to compare <clears throat> 4 to Rogue One. You know how much has to go right for so Luke weird. to live? Live. Not succeed. For Luke Skywalker, the <laughs> last like Harry fucking Potter. hope to live yeah. through the, the original trilogy. Is this, is this... There's trash compactors. There's rancors. There's the guy that instead of shooting him in the head, shoots him in the hand as Luke's got his lightsaber <laughs> right. in the sky yeah. on the fucking sail barge. Yeah. It's an accurate guy. He shot him right in the fucking wrist. Right. <laughs> but he shoots him there instead of shooting him in the head. Is it a part of like the classic heroic story for them to go through all these like struggles? Because as you were saying that, I was like, I, th I thought of the same thing when I was like watching and reading Harry Potter. Kerner says, what do you think? <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> but the same shit happens to Harry Potter. Like he ends yeah, up becoming feel... a strong wizard, but through the first few books, he's <clears throat> bumbling around. He's randomly True. getting saved by his friends. He's he, like fumbling his way through these like trials and stuff. It humanizes him. Like, is that like, a, is that a part? Because I know, like, when you take stories like you know Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, all of the best stories, they're all kind of rooted in this in these old fables, well, like gotta... Greek Greek tales, whatever the fuck they are. Like with similar. Um, similar plot lines and similar structures and, and story arcs and things. I'd say ish because the big thing nowadays is an average Joe changing the galaxy. <laughs> what? <laughs> an average Luke changing the galaxy. We ain't your average Joe. We ain't your average Joe's. <laughs> No, but I think that's that's the appeal. And so you look back at like Roman times and a lot of things, they were like demigods and that's why they were popular. Or, you know, <clears> they're, they're, they, 
I don't know, a crazy war hero, one in a fucking million that's never yeah. lost or yeah, anything. Yeah. Now, yeah. now the big thing is, oh, poor moisture farmer. <laughs> he he doesn't know of he doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing. He saves the galaxy. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Which man? I get, and that's why I'm wondering, like, is it is it is it purposeful that he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing for half the time? And like his friends help him out? Because that's that is a big part of like the Harry Potter thing. Like you can't do shit by yourself. It's like what you have with your friends and things that been people that help you out, which I get. But in like I don't know, I'm just I'm just wondering like is that is that purposeful, or was that just a, a thing of the times? Like they made the movie in '77, and now we have a universe. Like now we know Luke's the Grandmaster, but in '77 they were just like put the fucking tuna gun and run through the fucking trash compactor, <laughs> swing across the gap, and save the girl and. No, <laughs> whatever it is, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where where to where my loins loins lie <laughs> uh, on that one because you know, like Luke's just it Luke's not is. laying down any thunder. There's no there's no <laughs> clout to Luke. It's just wow, and, and and it's he's just random. Yeah, he's he's. I'm not want to call him non and, and like stupid. But he's not intelligent. He just kind of goes with it and figures stuff out along the way. I think he's smart. He's just caught up. I don't think he is. I think he's perfect. Like, he learns along the way. I think he's intelligent. He just has been stifled by his aunt and uncle the whole time. Like, which, you, like, which makes his, him close-minded, point of view. I fucking hate him. But his potential is huge, though. No, and that's that's kind of the thing, though. Average Joe. So as soon as he average, gets faced average, with a challenge, like, he, he can... He can step up to the plate. Well, average Luke over here, all of, a su- all of a sudden blows up a death ball. That is unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of unforgivable. So fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. You, okay, so let's, let's cut all cords on a Star Wars universe. Let's say episode four was the only Star Wars ever made. How do you feel now? Oh, I feel great. And episode that's, four I think, is one of the best the, movies ever. Yes. Yeah, exactly. For the times, for everything else, like everything included, if that's the only Star Wars thing on the map, fantastic. And that's and, the problem because people, that's the one. Yeah. So now you have all this other stuff and you just can't accept that it's better because it's newer. Like if that's the only thing that existed in terms of Star Wars, I mean, yeah, it's fantastic. The problem is that I, I Luke would like has to, this entire thing now. Yeah. And we look back and we're like, Really? Power converters? So, maybe... Ewok fire pit? Ewok fire pit. Like, really? Maybe maybe something that all Star Wars fans need to, like, sit there and consider. Take a movie. Let's say episode three. Take episode three out of all of it. And watch it just for episode three. Don't even watch it as episode three. Just watch, watch it, it as, the, as a movie. Just watch it as a movie and watch it as Revenge of the Sith. Do you understand who the Sith are? What happens? Who the Jedi are? What are the, what what they're struggling against? Do you? Do, I mean, if you pull that out of everything and just lay it on a table and and, and dissect it, do you really understand how everything is working, or do you actually need the rest of the 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 other two trilogies to understand what happens in three? Yeah, like seven, I feel like stands alone. Yes. Seven is like a four. I feel like the first of all of them always stand alone. That's where I that's where I give praise to Phantom Menace. No one can kill a Jedi. I feel like Phantom Menace stands alone. <laughs> <laughs> no like, one can kill a Jedi 
a half hour later, Darth Maul stabs Qui-Gon through the fucking gullet. He didn't know shit. There's no Jedi on Tatooine. He didn't know shit. Just like I listen to the Star converters. Lords around here. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like that's where I do give a lot of praise to Phantom Menace. It does stand alone by itself. Especially because there's such a time gap between episode one and two. Well, so let's let's name off the ones that stand alone. I, I was I actually like six, thinking of that while you were talking. I feel like six doesn't. And five is a reaction movie. So I even for how good it is, I feel like stuff set up. You need to understand stuff. Seven obviously does. Four does. Three I just, might. I just wonder how can five be rated as one of the best movies of all time if it doesn't stand alone. Like, if it doesn't stand alone, like, if you're not a huge Star Wars fan and you watch 5, it's still... 5 is still exciting, though. Uh, It happens. It's kind of hard to say, man. It's the culmination. So, it's like, you watch 4 and it's like, wow, that was good. Because of what happened to 4, 5. And you're like, what? Here's what I will say. Rogue One absolutely does not stand alone. And that's the big issue with Rogue One. And that's the frustration. And I don't want to dig into it too far, but I'll I'll just mention it. How can you hate Force Awakens and love Rogue One? Hate Force Awakens. If you're into the... Uh, yeah. I, I can understand it. I can. I I'm not happy can. with it, but I, I can understand it because... You <laughs> I'm know, pissed about it, but... Well, if it, depending on what you're looking for in a Star Wars movie. Because you get... It's such an expanded yeah. universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're looking anything. for plot, let's go seven. Fucking awesome character right. development, blah blah blah. If you're just looking for a let's blow shit up and like like, <laughs> and it's a different view on stuff. Yeah, detail expanding mm, universe, jerk off. Yeah, what'd you say? Yep, <laughs> David Blaine. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's a uh, that's the cool thing about Phantom though too is that like we and that was I loved having Daniel on last week because he su- said something about Episode Six that I never even considered ever, and that's the cool thing about Phantom is like we. May talk shit about one thing or this thing or the other, but someone else's perspective goes back. Goes back to the same thing we were talking about early in the episode about when A New Hope came out, how it hit with the climate of society and the particular audience. Like, how old you were at the time, what you were going through at the time you saw the movie, it had a different impact on you. Yeah. So really... We don't really have room to talk shit about any of the Star Wars movies because... Well, come on. We can still have an opinion. No, I understand. But for everybody has a particular experience for that movie at a specific time. Well, it's just really interesting. If you're going to... Like I said... Like we were talking about last episode. Like I said, maybe <laughs> two episodes ago, I just don't like the haters just to be a hater. Yes, there is. We definitely have to like squash that shit. Poe Dameron, why didn't you like him? He had hair and I don't. This like, fuck oh, <laughs> it's it happens, but we have to just kind of get it happens over that. too often. Yeah. And <clears throat> I feel like people get wrapped up in other people's ideas of Star Wars. Like if you and I agree on something, that's that's how Star Wars should be. And then Daniel comes on and, and he's like, "No, this is what Star Wars." I'm like, "Fuck! What you're, the fuck was I thinking?" You're right, but I'm also pissed <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning my whole authority of life. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> All right, guys, uh, wrapping up. Yeah, we're going to close this shit the fuck down. We're out of beer, so what the fuck? Yeah, the beer is going. gone. The last Jedi are here. If you guys are on uh, Instagram Live, Rogue Squadron Podcast, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Turner, you can't just say pissed all the time, <laughs> man. Uh, you guys can head on over to 
YouTube, Rogue Squad Pod, or you can find us on iTunes, anything Rogue Squadron Podcast. If you are enjoying the show, let us know. Are you trying to rhyme <laughs> on purpose? No, I actually wasn't. But you did. <laughs> so now what? So what you guys can do, like I said, you guys can go over to RogueSquadronPodcast.com. You can send us an email, RogueSquadronPodcast at Gmail, or you can just fuck around, Rogue Squadron Podcast. Let us know what's going on. Um, like I said, if you enjoy the show, you can subscri- subscribe and hear all of our stuff on iTunes. If you like to see our fancy gullets on uh, screen, you guys can head on over to YouTube, Rogue Squad Pod or Rogue Squadron Podcast. Oh, we do record every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Yeah. ish, depending on the beer no, it's at eight. excursion. We started at like 8.25 today. Eight. It's, at eight. <laughs> it's always 8. It's, at eight. it's not always 8. It's 8. Don't worry about it. Um, so that's about it. I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. I don't know what else to fucking say.